0: Hey there, this is Ashish Nathu. I just recorded an amazing podcast with the real Jason Duncan on the Root of Success podcast. I really encourage you to check it out. We've had an amazing conversation about how important it is for entrepreneurs to have community, uh, take trips together, live life together. Also my top lessons for the last year or so and what it means to be a successful entrepreneur. So I hope you listen. Um, this guy's amazing.
1: Welcome to the Root of All Success.
2: Welcome to another episode. I am the real Jason Duncan. You can call me JD. I have a repeat guest on the show. This is the first time I've ever done this. And uh, I'm really glad that uh, Ash is the guy that's doing it. But uh, I want to introduce you to him. He was episode number 76. And today, if if everything worked out, this is episode number 147. And Ash as I call him, Ashish Nathu is back with us today, coming from California. We're doing this on Riverside. He is the founder and the CEO. He's a, a, a founder and CEO. He's an entrepreneur. He's a triathlete. He's the host of the Rich Equation podcast. That's actually how we met. We met. He invited me to be a guest on his show back in 2021. Um, and he has an academic uh, foundation in finance and accounting from Boston University, And now he's running as a CEO, a global furniture, uh, furniture brand for the hospitality industry and is killing it. He started that at age 24 and now he's leading members of his little community all over the world in these great and amazing trips. I just got to go on one with him back in, um, in February. But he's also a proud member of Vistage, an executive coaching organization. He's been in that since 2014. So, coming up on 10 years, nine years in that organization, he really gets a lot of value out of Vistage. But uh, we've become good friends over the last year and a half that we've known each other through podcasting and met each other for the first time in real life in person in Costa Rica, where he invited me to help co host and speak at an event for men in Costa Rica back in February. So, Ash, Welcome back to the show, my man.
0: Welcome back. <clears throat> good to see you, brother. Really, really good to see it you. It is
2: good to see you. I, I have a permanent—I don't know if it's a permanent reminder of my trip to. <laughs> oh Costa Rica. my
0: goodness! Jeez, <laughs> my that's thumb. over two over two months old.
2: I know. If you if you're not watching this on YouTube, you missed that. But I we were playing pool on Friday night, and I went to hit a ball like with the cue stick and hit my thumb. I was hitting the ball pretty hard. Hit 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 my thumb on the edge of the pool table, and immediately my thumb turned purple. It is still purple, and now my nail is looking very unhealthy, and I think it's probably going to fall off. But well, I, I want to share I- with the
0: listeners how much JD means to me because um, you actually have a picture in my office. Here it is that I keep that. in my office as a reminder: WWJD. You know, and if you're a listener <laughs> of this podcast. You you must already love JD. You're here. You're listening, and, you're, and he's providing you great value. But um, he's just uh, such a stand-up guy, and it's been an honor to get to know you and share ideas and share content together and grow together and expand together. So I'm just honored to be here, brother.
2: Well, the, the feeling is mutual, and I know that you and I'm connected originally through I think Instagram. You saw some of my content and invited me to be a guest on the Rich Equation Podcast, and and, uh, we had a, had a good show, good talk. And then you came on my show and that's how these, that's how this, this world works. we meet people, we are, we vibrate on the same frequencies. We like each other. Mm-hmm. We could do business together. We do things together. So since you were on the show last time, um, how much has life changed for you? I mean, I know you're still got the furniture company. The business is going really, really well, but your podcast, you went over a hundred episodes. Now you're, you're leading these trips all over the world. So How much has life changed in the last year and a half or so?
0: You know, it's funny. um, Life has changed 180 degrees, super dramatic. Um, And I think it's really interesting because we don't really know what's going on deep down because of the personas and the things we see outwardly. You know, I have I have a social media brand. I have a podcast and I talk a little bit about what's going on. I have a company but when we recorded in february of 2022 i was like at the bottom i think if you go back to that podcast you can hear um some of the hesitation in my voice i was a little bit lost for words in some of it um i was at i was at a real low in my life at that time health wise the business was tapping the bottom um We were just trying to hold on. It was, I was being tested. Let's put it that way. I was being tested. And, um, you know, when JD asked you to do a podcast, you say yes, no matter what. And and you just take, take it with punches and you just go. But I was struggling. And, um, since then our business has done, we've, we've, completely turned around. And I can talk more about that if you want, but we've completely turned around. We had uh, the best months we've ever had in the history of the company. So we're in a really great position now. Um, Our team has been, you know, we've had no turnover since COVID. So really great um, engagement with team and staff and and, um, the growth there. And overall, my health has significantly improved, which honestly is the most important thing. And um so I'm just in a really great place bro uh you know my kids are three and five they are uh, little munchkins and little terrors but they're super fun and and unlimited amounts of energy and so having the having the health and the energy to keep up with them is super important um, so I'm in a really great place
2: well you um speaking of your your kids the day that we recorded your Episode episode seventy six with me. Yes, you were having a really bad morning <laughs> with your kids because you came in late and you were flustered and something. I don't. I don't remember the exact yeah, one, situation. One of my kids
0: like one of my kids went epic and lost it like, and and it created a, a big huge riff in the morning and I was like totally psyched. And and look, what's funny about that is like that was a season of let me call it, it was a season of sandpaper in my life. And everything that could go wrong was going wrong, right. And the morning of a podcast, everything blows up personally. Um, and it's just constantly testing you on your resilience. You know, I think, I think God never gives you what you can't handle. And that was a season of a lot of tests. Um, so, yeah.
2: Well, let's talk about that, because I think there's some interesting perspective that would be helpful for listeners to the show, especially the faithful listeners who listen every week to to you. I say thank you. But I would. So let's talk about perspective, Ash. Yeah. So that season of sandpaper, which I love that. I love that analogy. Sandpaper. It doesn't doesn't feel good. It's season at season sandpaper. But now let's think about this in terms of the overall perspective of your life up to this point. You would consider your life to be successful, right? No. You're a sure, successful yeah. guy. All right. So, so, so if, if you had taken that snapshot of that moment, that sandpaper moment in your life, that sandpaper season, and somebody said, are you successful? What would you say? No,
0: I would, I would have absolutely said no. And I think one of the things I said on the last podcast was be careful attaching your identity to your success. And it was something yeah. I said on your podcast because it was exactly what I was suffering through. Um, I can joke about it now and I can smile about it now, but when I was in that season, um, it tears at you you know. and you don't have clarity and you don't have that perspective um, and you're hard on yourself, you're hard on others. And I think that's, I think we have those seasons in our life that are really testy. Um, We're more irritable, we're tired, we're fatigued. We don't know how to get out of that. Um, everything doesn't seem to be going our way. No matter how much effort we have, we can't get a win. Like those kinds of seasons, right? And, and I'm sure if you're listening, everyone's had either those seasons or you're in that season. Um, yeah, no, you don't You don't feel like a winner.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you got – but that, I think that's why I wanted to ask the question because it's about perspective. And this is what I think we miss, not just as entrepreneurs, not just as men, but in the human condition, we miss perspective. Because if you think at the – if for, for look at think about it this way let you and i sit down and we watch a movie together and it's a movie you've seen before a movie i've never seen before mm. and it's like an m night Shyamalan movie right it's like the sixth sense or something you know how it's going to end i don't and i'm watching it and he's talking to bruce willis's character i don't want to give it away from people that have to, but he's talking to bruce willis's character and i'm like i don't understand why nobody's paying attention to this person why but you're thinking i know i know what's happening. You had perspective that I didn't have. Mm. That's the way life is. So don't, I would think your encouragement and what I hear you saying is your encouragement is as an entrepreneur, man, if you're sitting in your car right now, listen to this episode and it's sandpaper season, don't worry about it, dude. It's just one piece of the movie. It's still going to end well. There's going to be a great twist at the end and it's all going to be okay.
0: Yeah. The other thing that I would share is don't do it alone. If you know you're in the sandpaper season, there are two or three people that you know you should be calling to help create an ecosystem or cocoon of safety and confidence and encouragement. Um, And that's okay. And I think sometimes we don't feel like, oh, I just need to deal with this. I'm going to look weak or I'm going to feel like a failure or I I don't know how to share this, but there are always two or three people that have either gone through this or um, can just You know, they may not have the answer, but they can be a sounding board and let you kind of clear your thoughts and and create some safety so that you can emotionally get through it. Um, That's been big for me.
2: Well, that morning for you, if you hadn't had the podcast with me, I'm not saying I saved your day. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, like, if you hadn't had that podcast, you'd have probably wallowed in the misery that was your morning as a parent. But you had to be in front of a person who you had some sort of camaraderie with, happened to be me. And you had to push through and say, "Yeah, you know what? It is okay." And I asked you, "Do you feel successful?" And I think you 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 hesitated. And I asked you what your definition of success was, and you pushed through. Yeah. But if we wallow in our self pity, we wallow in those moments of negativity if we isolate, isolation is so dangerous. That's That's why you're doing these, you're doing this epic, these epic trips and trying to get these men together to do great things. Talk a little bit about that and how that helps solve some of these problems of the sandpaper seasons of life.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like, I feel like some of these, you know, success is not a straight line. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel like everybody expects it to be a straight line, but there's a lot of ups and downs and it's painful and it's challenging and it's exciting and fun and it's like a drug, um, but it's but it can be incredibly lonely and incredibly painful. And so selfishly, I wanted to go and put myself in rooms where guys were thinking at this level and, and were helping each other and serving each other and kind of like a tribal type of mindset and um, getting real honestly, getting vulnerable and getting real about the challenges we have in life as an entrepreneur, as a husband, as a father, all of those things. Um, because I don't think any of those aspects of life are straight lines. So we created these trips where I selfishly wanted to go on a a vacation or a trip, um, with 10 Epic guys to go learn how to live life and, and feel like we could be in a place where we could share the truth of life and the truth of entrepreneurship together. And we have a lot of fun, we play, we have adventure, but we also learn and we talk and we um, are real. And often, and sometimes these are strangers, but you know, you just, when you know, you know, right? The type of men um, that can have these conversations. And I think that's what we're trying to create with these trips. Um, You know, since I've known you, we invited, I wanted you to come to a trip and we did one in Costa Rica a few months ago. And these trips are like, so special for me. I put so much time into them. I, I, I spent six months planning one weekend personally, um, me and my assistant. Um, but they're, they're special. And I think that they give, they give people a place that they can be themselves, where most of the time we're always trying to be someone else or having to put on a persona. And uh, sometimes that gets exhausting. And so it's nice to be in a room where other guys understand and can work through those things. So that's what the trips are all about.
2: So these, so they're, you don't, you don't really call them retreats. They're more like trips, but I think yeah. retreats, I do, I do a couple of retreats a year with my mastermind group, the Exeter club. You're doing these trips that are, even though not billed as a retreat necessarily, there's a, there's really a lot of value in retreating and, yes. and not a retreating in terms of war and hey, we feel like we we've lost and we're retreating or giving up. This is a retreat where we say, you know what, we have to take back and treat ourselves mm. to what life is supposed to be like. Absolutely. And that's why I like to retreat. So we're gonna retreat ourselves to what life is supposed to be like. That's why we have these luxury trips that I do. These trips that you do, they're epic with, you know, monkeys and treetops where you're zip lining upside down through the jungles of Costa Rica. <laughs> you know, these are these are great opportunities. And um you know, listener, you got to go do, do this, whether you do it with, with uh, Ash, you do it with me, like get in a group of people where you can retreat and go do that. You know, for me, like,
0: (laughs) I, I think what, what was missing is anyone can take a vacation. Anyone can go on a retreat. Anyone can go hang out with their friends. I think like I was doing that. You do that. Everyone does that. You go on vacation with your family. I think for me, what was missing was depth as uh, like, I love learning, I love pushing myself, I love being curious. And yeah, there's a time where you want to go sit on the beach and chill and and do nothing for two or three days and unwind, that's fine. But vacations or retreats can be an opportunity to really expand your thinking, expand your horizons, learn about what's possible in life, see how other people think about things, um, learn different cultures. And so that's what we're trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. And I think that's a very powerful experience. I think we do that with our leadership team. We do that with our staff. It builds loyalty. It builds brotherhood. It builds, you know, camaraderie. So, and it's not complicated. It's about asking the right questions, creating intention, um, and going after it.
2: Well, and it's, the, the, there, there is a uh, plethora of opportunities for people to get involved in this. You, the, you yeah. don't have to look more. I was at... I was down in Nashville Saturday night at uh, the standard club. I remember down there. It's a great, when you ever come to Nashville, man, I'm going to take you to one of the greatest places ever. It's my happy place. But, but I ran into a guy who's there. Uh, the owner of the club, it was his birthday party. So there were a lot of people there that night. A lot of people that I didn't know a lot of people were uh, members or guests of members. And there was a guy that I ran into his name was Brad. And we started talking and he asked me of course, what I did and I talked about the mastermind and he had come with a member of my mastermind, who was also a member at the club, so we were all talking, and he goes, and so this guy Brad says, "Do you know?" And I forget the guy's name. He said, "Do you know?" I, no, I don't know who this is. And he talked about he was a guy. He was a part of that guy's mastermind. He t- started talking about the trips. It was the first thing he started talking about. He goes, "Man, he takes us on these epic trips. We did a horseback ride mm-hmm. all the way across the desert or something. Uh, it was it was crazy." And and so what that tells me is that there are so many opportunities. Mr. or Mrs. Entrepreneur sitting in your car right now. You don't have to look very far, but go do it. Invest the money, invest the time. I mean, a trip is not going to be cheap if it's good.
1: Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible.
2: Hey, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur. And that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email rather than just having a bunch of html where it's pictures and stuff what if it was a video and the video had a little gif and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it and it had your name like it said hello jason check this out and then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window and it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are or how awesome they can help you how good they can help you out that is the power of video emails i want you to try dub out i've been using it for years i have closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last 6 years or so using dub and you can do it too all you got to do is go to the real slash. Dub, that's D U B B, the real Jason slash Dub. Dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video. It's going to help you with, they've even got a CRM built into it. You can build landing pages, you can do campaigns, even SMS campaigns. You can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions. And like I said, they've got an existing software platform inside Dub to take your CRM to the next level. Try this out. Get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. Get two weeks to try it for free and 50% off your first two months. That's therealjasonduncan.com. Slash dub. I love talking about this sponsor because it's oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or sponsors and they either don't use them or they might have used them once and they're not really in love with it. They just take their money and <laughs> it, it certainly there's nothing wrong with that. But this sponsor, this one of my sponsors of the podcast is Story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Two whys. Why? Because they're awesome. If you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the Zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos, that get responses. That people go, ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what story does they take your videos and they make you look like an influencer they make you become an influencer and they will post it for you they'll write the captions they'll add the relevant hashtags they put it on the platforms that you care about the most And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes the headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. And I told him, I said, look guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast, and they're also the exclusive sponsor of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Why are there two whys? Because they're awesome. You'll get 10% off your first three months if you go to that link, therealjasonduncan.com slash story. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. I mean, it's going to be be kind of expensive. It's going to be a good investment. But that's what you're paying for. You're paying for that opportunity to get into it. Now, let me ask you, Ash, let me ask you a question. So this is kind of a trick question. What is your definition of success? Now, I asked you this on episode 76, and I have it pulled up on my screen right now, and I'm going to see if it's the same.
0: Honestly, I don't know what I said before, but it doesn't (laughs) matter. I think... Right now, my definition of of success is one's security in feeling comfortable in their own skin. I think think regardless of what's happening externally or internally, feeling grounded and, and strong and clear in your own skin, regardless of what other people are doing or... Um all of that.
2: So what you said uh on episode 76 was this you said that success is sustainable and healthy growth as well as a really healthy culture, and then you went on to say having personal peace and happiness.
0: Okay, so I touched on a it a little lot. bit on yeah, the, it's the
2: same thing, just different words, man. Yeah, same stuff. Now based on that definition do you consider yourself to be a successful person
0: you know I I think success is in that definition it, I think I'm always working on it right I don't think that you can just be defined as success I think success is a constant everyday wake up out of the bed and how do you work to be more successful um, it gets easier but it's not easy um, I think you have to you have to work on it Uh, I think if you, it's really easy to revert back, it's easy to get complacent. Um, it's easy to let ego thrive. Um, and I think that's true in all aspects of life. I I don't want to say just in business, but you know, complacency is, or comfortability is dangerous. So I think what makes people successful is that they never quit this game. They never quit trying to improve themselves, um, constantly keep learning keep working on themselves. I just I just made a post uh, about emotional regularity. I just cr- put a post up, I don't know if it's live yet, but about how important it is to um, regulate our emotions as leaders or as people. And you can really do anything if you keep working on that skill of emotional regularity, right? And there are times where I lose it, I get frustrated, I get irritated, I get upset, I get triggered. And I think success is learning how to deal with more of that um, and making better decisions for you and those around you. You know, you and I had a fun little riff in, in uh, well, not between you and me, but you saw me, I got triggered about something, even as a host of this trip. And I was not mentally prepared for what was showing up for me. And like, and so the the, the, le- the learning of that was a great experience for me. Like, okay, wow, I got triggered about this. It's, sh- you know, should I have, should I not have is irrelevant, but how am I going to process it? How am I going to deal with that? How am I going to show up and how can we do that in all aspects of our life? So, yeah.
2: Well, over the last year, since, you know, since you, you came on in February of 22, we're recording this on the 29th of March and 23, this will mm-hmm. air, I think if we keep our airing. Uh, it's going to air mid-April but but in this last year 15 months or so yeah what is the one thing that made you the most happy or excited or like what got your juice what's the one thing and and I'm I'm going to prohibit you from saying anything related to your family because I know all of us as dads and husbands what is really
0: the one kids. thing that gets me the most excited like
2: over the last year i want you to think about what one thing happened that you're like dude that was awesome it could have been in the news. It could have been something personally that you did. It could have been a, a thing that you bought. It could be anything. But over the last year, what's one thing you like, Oh, that was awesome.
0: Ooh. Um, well, there, there's a, there's a few things that are showing up for me. Um, I think that there, well, let me, let me just kind of focus in on two things. What gets me really, really excited is, working on something that um, I feel like I have a unique set of skills to do, but no one else feels is possible. Um, That gets me really excited. And I and I feel like um, there's a lot of tailwind in that. Um, And the other thing that I that I get really, really excited, and I'm seeing this in multiple impressions is, um, you know, the podcast for me and the business is a really great way for me to improve other people's lives. And I've really committed that mindset for myself. So like for my employees, um, and I think this is true for everyone, or it should be true. Our job as leaders is to improve the lives of our employees. Um, Actually, it's not our job to take care of our customer. It's our employees job to take care of our customer. Our job is to take care of our employees. And then even through the podcast um, or through the guys that come on these trips, I start to see people get benefit or impact from the conversations we're having or something that they learned or something that they took from a conversation that you and I had. And they shared that story with their daughter and it was able, they were allowed to connect better because of that conversation. Those, and I get sprinkled with those, not as frequent as people would think. Um, But when you get it, it's, it's like, Because it's kind of quiet, right? You put all this great value, great content, you're working so hard and you don't get a lot of feedback as the leader, let's say. Um, But once in a while when you get that feedback that it's working or people are happy or it it changed their life or created an impact or they're doing better because of what you're doing, that that keeps you running. So that's kind of what's been keeping me going recently. The last year or so, you know, you don't get... It's like they say, in entrepreneurship. Um, you know, it's not always dollars and cents, but you don't get a lot of feedback of like, are you doing the right thing? Are people happy? Are people excited? Are they feeling um, better because they're in your ecosystem of life? Um, but when that happens, it's like, oh, good, a little bit more adrenaline. Let's keep going. You know, another couple of weeks, like, oh, there's another one. It's another more adrenaline. So that that keeps me going, and that and I and I work for that. Not that I need self validation but it's nice to know that somebody's getting something out of it and they're taking action and it makes you proud of the world you're creating. Let's call it, let's say that way. So that's really fun. And, And you know, when you work really, really hard, things do get created. Things are created in some way. You can't just sit and meditate and things happen in the world. Like let's not go there, but you have to work, you have to do things, you have to build relationships, you have to create value, and things get created. And, and that's really fun for me to see the manifestation of that effort.
2: What about, let's think about that same time period. What would you say over this last year or so is the thing that's disappointed you the most?
0: Um, well, I think, I think it's all about, um, I think for me, it's two things. It's I think that often leaders, entrepreneurs, high performers are really hard on themselves. And um, I think there's an unhealthy balance of that sometimes. So I feel like when when I when times are tough, you're really, really hard on yourself. Um, and it's unproductive. Um, and so I'm I've learned how to be kinder to myself. Um, and, and why I say that is because you don't really think clearly when you're that hard on yourself, you're not, you're not really thinking about, okay, well, it is what it is. Let's just solve these problems. You're like, well, how did this happen? And how could I let this happen? And what does this mean for me? And you're just asking unproductive questions. So I think that's the biggest lesson for me is like, learn how not to be so hard on yourself and give yourself some space, give yourself some grace, give, give yourself some time. And, uh, that's probably the biggest lesson for me.
2: Well, Ashish uh, Nathu, it is so good to know you and to have you as part of my circle of friends and people. I, I wish we lived closer together. We'd probably do a lot more stuff together. I know. We're opposite ends of the country. But, but um, you know, I, I'm really glad that you are, that things are going so well for you. I love the trip idea. You and I have had some offline conversations about what that's going to look like as you're building it. And I yes. think that it's a great idea. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, what, what's kind of, if you look back at, and you had to kind of classify the, the, cause this show is called the root of all success. If you had to classify the root of your success, like if you look back and just all the sandpaper seasons of life. Oh yeah. Through, I know this answer. Awesome. Great stuff that's happened. What is the root that has allowed you to be successful?
0: Relationships. One thing, I think it is, it is to most entrepreneurs' fault that they think they can do everything on themselves, by themselves, and sometimes even for themselves. The moment you start to realize that nothing is singular and everything is – the whole human experience is designed to be tribal and through human connection – life completely changes. I think that is the single most important thing. And I don't say that like I'm sitting on a pedestal. I say that because all of my suffering, all of the things that don't work every time I find headwind is because I'm thinking singularly, I'm thinking out of ego. And um, you know, there, there's, I don't know if you said this, did you, Did you You may have created a post about this. Um, so I'll give you the credit if it was you or if not, it doesn't matter. But um, win-win, this idea of win-win, that win-win is not just a win for me, but it's a win for you. And I think that we have to think about life in all aspects of life, both business and personal, about how we create win-wins in relationships. Um, And I think everybody, everybody can grow. I mean, you know... I think uh, life is abundant, nature is abundant um, and there's more enough for everybody. I think when we only get stuck about well what's in it for me and how much can I take You end up isolated and alone and and feel shitty. Um, I'd rather be poor and have five to ten super close friends than a billionaire and have two people that really like me.
2: Let's uh, let's get a little bit more surface level, but tactical because so, I agree with you that relationships are indeed one of the keys to everyone's success and, and you can't do it alone. You've got to have people around you, but let's get a little tactical yep. and, and a little higher on the surface level. So what's the best book or two that you would recommend for an entrepreneur to help him or her become more successful in their endeavors?
0: Hmm. Um. You besides
2: know, this one, besides this, the exit without exit. Besides mine, of course. But um, what
0: about let's see, what's a good book for for what specifically?
2: Any or like, well, just what? What's your best business book recommendation for an entrepreneur to read?
0: Hmm. Um, there's a book called The Connected Company that I really like. It's a little bit of an older book, um, but I really like the way that the author talks about how to create connections and impressions and community within ecosystems of business, how to, how to think about teams, how to think about communication throughout the company, how to connect the company. Right. Um, And I think those lessons can be learned in your personal lives also. Um, So I really love that book. Um, Let's see. Huh? Um, Yeah, there's a lot of really good books. There's a book, there's a really great book that I'm, I'm reading right now called Power Versus Force. I recommend that book. Uh, it talks about the difference between using force versus what does it mean to come from a place of power. Um, and there's a concept in there that I thought was really fascinating that, um, and I'm going to butcher the analogy, but essentially, you know, people in history, when like for example, Jesus, has a certain power ratio. So he can actually raise the vibration of the world just by being his best self, okay? And and so we often try to think of like, we want other people to do what we want them to do, but if we actually focus on our energy to raise our own vibration, then the vibration, we have a lot of power to change thousands of people's lives just by raising our own vibration. So really great book about that, um, again in business and in personal life, um, I think all men should read the Way of the Superior Man. Have you read that book? Oh, that that is incredible book. You want to, You want to get your butt kicked, and you want um, to feel. You want to feel like you got your butt kicked. You read that book. It will make you feel like you are truly the owner of your own life. And it's a great book for men. And I've heard that even women have read that book because it's a great contrast for women to understand the, the ways, the thinking uh, of men. A beautiful book. So that's kind of okay. where I'm at right now.
2: All right. So you're you're a member of Vistage. Yep. Uh, we've talked about relationships. We talk about the need to do that. Vistage provides that opportunity. They provide that accountability. You do it with your own trips, the own kind of groups that you're running you're reading good books the connected company power versus force the way of the superior man what is one thing you now know as a successful entrepreneur and ceo that had you known when you were 20 it would have made your life eons better than it is today
0: um man i don't know i'm still trying to figure that out uh <laughs> i think i think that i mean i mean we kind of said and and for the sake of being redundant like you know, the reason why I'm in these groups and the reason why I created the podcast, the reason why I have the trips is because I believe that as an entrepreneur, you can significantly increase the odds of success if you have community. Um, and so I joined all of these things kind of probably four or five years into my journey as an entrepreneur. So probably lost a few years there of mistakes or costs or lessons, um, and sleepless nights. So that's probably the biggest lesson for me. And so now I know moving forward that anything I'm going to do, I'm going to do it surrounded with people in community that can support, guide, and help me make good decisions. Um, and, and I think that that's really empowering. You know, I don't need everyone to help me make a decision or I don't need everyone to validate it or everyone to agree with me. But to be in a group of people that care for your well-being and care for your success, um, and are willing to unconditionally help you to get there, there there are people and communities that exist um, for that. And that's the biggest lesson that I have learned. Um, yeah.
2: That's great, man. Yeah, that's great. Well, how can people get in touch? I mean, they can go back and listen to Episode 76 on the root of all success it's in there it's on youtube it's on any podcast players it's on my what are website. you learning
0: man what are you learning
2: oh that's what we talked about on your show when you no what it, what
0: what okay let me ask you this what has what was the most profound lesson in doing a trip that you didn't host
2: but the, what's the most profound lesson
0: yeah or what did you learn or what what was there, your biggest uh, takeaway
2: so this is going to sound terrible but I don't know how else to say it um, that, that, that and I think this is just a tribute to you. And it's also um, trying to be honest and authentic on my side is that there are better ways to do things than I think there are. I don't know. I don't That sounds terrible. But I I think that I, I think I'm pretty good at stuff like you think you're pretty good at stuff. The list the listener thinks he or she is pretty good at stuff. And, and sometimes we get so insular around what we do all the time. It's really good to go watch somebody else, uh, you know, really wax eloquent on the thing that they're good at. Mm. And you're like, damn, that was good. Like that, <laughs> this is really good. So you did a fantastic job. Thanks, brother. And it, I did not go to the trip thinking this is going to suck. So that's not at all what that meant. i also didn't go thinking I could do this better than he's doing it. I didn't think that either, but it just going and having somebody do such an Epic trip at such a high level and watching you live in the moment It was like, man, that was there are really better ways to do these things than I've been doing them. So I learned some new little tips and tricks that I need to be doing with my groups. Have you learned
0: any new fun ways of using chat GBT recently?
2: Oh, oh, my gosh, dude, we could spend another hour talking about this. I I have completely revamped my entire website using chat GPT. Like I pulled all the text from my website page at a time, ran it through chat GPT and said, this is my target audience down to the where they live, everything. And it said, these are the words that you need to use. And they rewrote it. I wrote, I'm putting together a brand new quiz on my website called the business burnout test, Mm. it might not even be available by the time this episode releases but it's going to replace the exit readiness assessment that I've done in the past. Hmm. Um, and I'm, and I had chat rewrite the questions, come up with the possible answers, a scoring mechanism and a PDF report based on every single answer. Uh, dude, it is killer.
0: It is I amazing. love it. it. It tells you, you know, going back to the lessons of this period of time we live in, there is so much technology, so much innovation. Um, tools for increased productivity that if you're not thinking about that and you're not using those tools and you think, like you said, you think you're doing the right thing or you're the best at this, you're going to get your butt kicked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're an awesome dude. I'm glad to know you. I'm glad that we came and and got together and kind of did a revamp of the episode. I was on your show twice. Now you've been on my show twice and uh, I know that we're going to be doing stuff together, but I want to, I want to encourage everybody to go check check ash out online uh he's going to tell you exactly where to find him online but uh go do one of his trips if he's offered you the opportunity to do that you got to go do his trips but um ash tell everybody where to get in touch with you on uh, instagram linkedin facebook all that kind of
0: stuff. well i, I want to reciprocate because i really enjoyed our relationship and super proud of everything you're doing and showing up for people and uh i'm excited for the school of jason duncan um, if anyone wants to reach out to me, you can email me at me at AshishNathu.com. I'm on Instagram at AshishNathu is my handle. Um, just search my name, AshishNathu, and you can find me pretty much anywhere. Um, we also have the Rich Equation podcast, which you can listen to on how to live a rich life. And, uh, and that's it, brother. Honored to be here.
2: Well, it's AshishNathu and it's A-S-H-I-S-H. That's Ashish. And then Nathu, N A T H U. Yes. So everybody looking him up. If you didn't catch that the first time through Ashish Nathu on Instagram, follow him, go listen to the Rich Equation podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave him a review. And thank you for listening to this show. And uh, Ash, as always, it's good to know you. Congratulations on all your success and uh, have fun living in Barcelona for a long time because I know you're going there and going to stay there for a while. So right. have fun with your, uh, your tiny little translators. Your girls are going to help you translate.
0: <laughs> Thanks, brother.
2: All right. We'll see you next time. Well, there you have it. Another successful entrepreneur and a repeat of a guest here on the root of all success. The first time that we've done that Ash is a great guy. Um, love, love him, love his story. I love his heart, what he's trying to accomplish. Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about his business journey this time because we talked about it a lot on episode 76. So I want you, I want you to go back and take a listen to that. But uh, but this time we talked a little bit more deeply about success in general, the sandpaper seasons of life, what what it's like to look at yourself with good perspective and know that you're going to be okay, that everything's going to turn out all right. As somebody told me a long time ago, it's all going to be all right in the end. And if it ain't all right, it ain't the end. So that's uh hopefully that's a good reminder for you today. Um, I do want to do a quick promo of my book, Exit Without Exiting, the number one international bestselling book in several categories, all about how you can exit your business without selling it and begin living the exit lifestyle much sooner than you ever thought possible. You're going to be introduced to three characters in this book. You're going to be introduced to Edward, Cheryl, and James, and there are three different versions of how they exited their company, some with good outcomes and some with not so good outcomes. And you're going to want to see how they did what they did so that you could emulate the ways that worked and avoid the ways that don't. So go check it out at therealjasonduncan.com slash book. It's only 16 bucks. Therealjasonduncan.com slash book. Get your copy of Exit Without Exiting today. Make sure you tune in next time on The Root of All Success when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King.
1: Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? Take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success.